News, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. President Biden and House Speaker McCarthy will talk about the debt limit. We have the story. A woman is dead after a car crash in central Wichita. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. A 22-year-old woman was arrested after a shooting this weekend in Old Town. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. We'll likely be getting some use out of the heavier coat the next couple of days as temperatures remain below freezing. Our forecast for this morning here in just a few minutes. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy will meet to discuss the debt limit. Fox's Jackie Ibanez has more. An important face-to-face this week in Washington, one that could determine the fate of our nation's financial security. President Biden and Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are set to meet Wednesday to discuss raising the national debt limit. McCarthy pledges that cuts to Social Security and Medicare are off the table, but he adds that the threat of a government default can be avoided if Democrats are willing to negotiate. The U.S. hit its debt ceiling January 19th. Wichita police have arrested a 22-year-old woman on three charges of aggravated battery, this stemming from a shooting early Saturday in Wichita's Old Town. At approximately 12.55 a.m., officers in the Old Town area heard multiple gunshots coming from inside Rock Island Live at 101 North Rock Island Avenue. A large crowd was exiting the business, including a 22-year-old woman suffering from a gunshot wound to her upper arm. She was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Officers entered the business and found a 22-year-old man with a gunshot wound to his upper torso. He is currently in stable condition at a local hospital. Another 22-year-old woman arrived at the hospital a short time later, suffering from a gunshot wound to her foot. Police say the suspect, Tyra Adair, was involved in a fight with several women when she brandished a gun and fired several rounds, striking several innocent bystanders. She was located nearby, still in possession of the weapon, and taken into custody. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A woman is dead after a crash near Kellogg in Washington Sunday morning. First responders locating a black Honda Accord on Washington Street with a 22-year-old woman unconscious and not breathing inside the car. EMS pronounced her dead at the scene. An investigation revealed that the victim was traveling westbound on Kellogg when she hit the concrete wall and went over, landing on Washington Street. The woman's name has not been released. A drive-by shooting in southeast Wichita, and this leaves a 57-year-old woman in critical condition. This was early yesterday morning, 1400 block of George Washington Boulevard. The woman was alert and talking after the shooting and is expected to survive. If you have any information or witnessed the shooting, you are asked to call Wichita police. A man who allegedly raped a 13-year-old girl at a motel on South Broadway made his first court appearance Friday. 37-year-old Lorenzo Gray was charged with five counts, including two counts of rape of a child under the age of 14 and one count of aggravated indecent liberties. A phone tip on Tuesday led officers to the motel in the 2300 block of South Broadway where Gary was found with the young girl. Bond was set at $300,000. His next court date was scheduled for February 6th. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The man who disarmed a gunman in Alhambra, California, has been honored for his heroism. The gunman had already killed several others in a nearby town's dance hall. 
The situation still feels so surreal to me. Brandon Tsai is a reluctant hero, but his actions last week saved lives. He disarmed a Hukan Tron, who had just killed 11 and wounded nine others in Monterey Park. He was honored in Alhambra for his actions and shared that he knew those victims. They would always come by the dance studio, and I considered them friends. Sai says now is a time to grieve, but after that, in terms of mass shootings... I want us, the people of this nation, to take action. Sai has another honor coming, a trip to Washington to be President Biden's guest at the coming State of the Union. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time, now 8.04. Four minutes past eight o'clock. Yeah, tight game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals once again. A trip to the Super Bowl on the line. We will have highlights coming up in sports. Topeka firefighters found a man on fire inside a restroom at a Walmart store Saturday. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. Steve, it's in the morning, KNSS. It, uh, time is 8.08, 8 minutes past 8 o'clock here on this Monday morning. Topeka firefighters found a man on fire inside a restroom at a Walmart store Saturday. Firefighters found the man when they went to a Walmart neighborhood market. They extinguished the fire, provided aid to the man. He was taken to a Topeka hospital with serious injuries. He wasn't immediately identified. Investigators are working to determine how the fire started. The House Oversight Committee now requesting high-ranking Homeland Security officials to testify about the southern border. Fox's Matt Finn has the details from Eagle Pass, Texas. The now Republican-controlled U.S. House Oversight and Accountability Committee requested the four senior Border Patrol sector chiefs to testify next week in a meeting about the status of the southern border, but Homeland Security declined allowing those four chiefs, instead offering Border Patrol Secretary Ortiz. Well, in a strongly worded letter, Republican Representative James Comer writes to DHS Secretary Mayorkas, quote, the DHS is obstructing congressional oversight. It is unfortunate that you are trying to prevent the American people from candid and truthful testimony of U.S. Border Patrol chief agents. The DHS says its protocol that it's an agency should be given an option to have its senior testify in front of Congress. A fisherman dies in the year's first fatal shark attack. This was no boat accident. The first fatal shark attack of 2023 has claimed the life of a man in Mexican waters. Manuel Lopez was diving for shellfish in Tobari Bay in the Gulf of California back on January 5th when he was decapitated by a great white shark. The 19-foot-long predator struck at a depth of about 50 feet, according to the website trackingsharks.com. Two other fishermen who were with Lopez witnessed the gruesome scene. Divers in the area had been forewarned, however, of an increased presence of sharks. Great whites are known to cruise the waters of the Sea of Cortez in the months of December and January as pregnant females feed in the area. Karen McHugh, Fox News. KNSS News Time, now 8.10, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. And we told you a few minutes ago about that traffic wreck really tying up things on the west side of town at Kellogg and West, especially the eastbound lanes of Kellogg where... If you're taking that ramp from southbound 235 and then trying to go east on Kellogg, yeah. it is backed up. So Ooh. that's your that's your bad spot this morning. If you're traveling that route, you probably want to avoid that and find another way. Once again, that's the eastbound lanes of Kellogg off to the west of West Street towards I-235. That's a big backup right now. That's Traffic Update with Steve and Ted, KNSS. 
And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A cold air mass remained over Wichita and south-central Kansas. And with a disturbance passing nearby, some flurries are possible into this afternoon. will likely be in the mid-teens by lunchtime. 20 for the high later on today. The wind chill running between 0 and 5 below. Tonight, cloudy or low near 11, 29 on Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Yep, a cloudy sky and 13 degrees. We have an Ooh. north wind at 14 miles per hour. The wind chill is minus 2. Oh, my. And the good news is our bad news, whatever. We've been at 13 degrees now for about three hours. Well, got to get, not... get that sun up. That'll help. The sun out there, you just have to improve our mood. Anyway, wind chill of 2 <laughs> below. You know, no, go ahead. ahead. Monday, January 30th, 2023. I was going to say, I I went to college at Notre Dame, so I spent four years in South Bend, Indiana. Indiana. And, man, there were times during the winter when you didn't see the sun for a week or two. (sighs) And a friend of mine, I saw him post on Facebook yesterday, hey, saw the sun for the first time in 13 days. Wow. It's like, wow. So the mood. We're lucky. Huh? Yeah, we're lucky here. We don't have stretches like yeah. that for two weeks where you do not see the yeah. sun. Is, is South Bend uh, near one of the Great Lakes or anything? Yeah, it's near Lake Michigan. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, so you got constant, it has something to do with it. You got a constant wind blowing off the uh, lake too. So yikes! Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So, uh, so yeah, it'll be good to see the sunshine today, even though it's cold. That'll help. You know, a few years ago when we went to uh, we went to get our, our Marconi Award, I believe maybe Austin. And Shelly's, uh, I think Shelly's, uh, my wife's brother, she went to his funeral, I think, up in Indiana. And she made a point to go to South Bend. Her, her brother, her other brother, Mark, took her there. She loved it. She got a Notre Dame sweatshirt and everything. So, Well, it's a, it's a pretty cool place. It is. We had a cloudy, breezy, very cold day across central mm-hmm. Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 21 degrees. That was the high. Yeah. yeah. The normal high for the date, 45 so, uh, yeah, my wife and I just spent most of the weekend kind of hunkered yeah, down. Burrowed in, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not doing much. Not I don't blame much. you. Friday. God, Friday was Friday beautiful. was so nice. Friday was outstanding. And most of Saturday was nice. Yeah. Even late afternoon Saturday it sure. was beautiful. Clear out till after dark. Uh, I had lunch with my, my Mensa buddies on Friday. That's five of us who went to school together. And uh, our combined IQ would be about 200. So there's Mensa. Anyway, we we had a good time. We talked about you know the usual things guys talk about at our age. Who's been sick? What do they got? <laughs> Those kind of things. And then that afternoon, Friday afternoon, and we haven't done this in years. I said, Shelly, we want to go see that movie, don't we? Yeah, let's go. Nothing to hold us back. So we went to in the afternoon out west to uh, the theater out there, and we saw a man called Otto. Of nice. Course, that's the theater that Ann, your sister. Uh, she's the manager of that theater out there. We saw her in a parking lot, and we hadn't seen Ann for quite a while. She was uh, very, very nice to us. And oh, good. <laughs> she said, well, she was on the clock. She looked she's at me, paid she, to be nice she looked to me straight in the eye and said, I think you'll enjoy this movie. Have I knew a little bit about but about Tom Hanks as this Otto, this kind of a curmudgeon in the neighborhood, but there's more to the story. Okay. But the buildup to the more, uh, the things that he goes through as an older gentleman who's quite compulsive— Hilarious. Ah, nice. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing out loud. But there's more to it. It's good, a, it's good. A, it's a good, good, a good I'm film. glad you had a good time I'm, at the theater. I'm going to recommend that. Uh, if you haven't been to a movie in a while, go see, go see A it. Man Called Otto. Okay. It's just excellent. Okay, here we go. A man suspected of breaking into a Seattle home has refused to come clean about his intentions, even though police found him fully clothed 
in a bathtub filled with water. Seattle police say a woman returned to her home Friday night to find a window smashed and an unknown man inside the house. She remained outside the home, called police. That was smart. Upon their arrival, officers instructed anyone inside to come out. When they got no reply, they went in to search the home. That's when they found the fully clothed man bathing in a filled bathtub. Huh. 27-year-old man refused to explain his actions, and he was arrested on a residential burglary charge. Maybe he was trying to destroy some evidence or something. Or maybe he's just a weirdo. (laughs) There's that. Could be that. (laughs) He could be just a weirdo. Authorities say a 29-year-old woman used false documents to enroll at a New Jersey high school as a student and attended some classes over a four-day period before her scheme was discovered last week. Not yet known what the woman's intentions were. The officials say she's been charged with providing a false document. She reportedly got the phone numbers of students who helped her find her way through New Brunswick High School and continued to text some of them days after her ruse was discovered. Mm. So some of the kids were in on this. She has been barred from entering school grounds in the district. Officials have advised students to not have any contact with her. Ah. I don't have any uh, sorrow or tragic feelings about my days in high school, but I sure don't want to go back. Do you? Take a couple of classes? Oh, you mean at my age now? Yeah. Go back? (laughs) Oh, no. No, no, no. Heavens, no. This sounds sounds like another... uh, I loved that time, but that time is gone. (laughs) Sounds like another weirdo, right? I don't want to go back to class again. (laughs) That's two weirdos in a row. Okay. Uh, Coming up on uh, 818 now, Stephen Ted, in the morning here on KNSS. And sports this morning, Ted, is really good news. I mean, uh, we had some... I had a little nerves. I had a little nerves about uh, what was going to happen in the, in Kansas City yesterday. Well, it was cold. It I was think cold. Rightfully uh, so. I mean, yeah, what twenty degrees teams, there? Twenty two yeah. games between these teams always seem to kind of come right down to the very end. Good teams. Two good teams. Yeah, it was like the wind chill was like ten Ugh. for all those fans that were there for that whole time. Yeah. Yikes! Yeah, but it came right down to another close one between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals with the whole season on the line. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. It was the AFC Championship game yesterday, and boy, it came right down to the very end. The Chiefs held on defense late when Cincinnati had the ball in a tie game. The Chiefs got the ball back with time on the clock. Would Mitch, would, uh, would Patrick Mahomes, with the bum ankle, somehow be able to lead the Chiefs in the final seconds before the thing went into overtime? Well, here's the call. Mitch Holtis on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Third and four, Kansas City at the Bengal 47-yard line. Chiefs out of timeouts. Bengals four-man rush. Mahomes trying to buy some time on that bad ankle. Moving to his right. He is now scrambling, and he's going to get a first down. And now gets hit late. He gets hit late. He gets hit late. Mahomes gets hit late. It'll be a 15-yard penalty on top of the gain. And the gain should be bound to the 35-yard line. The penalty, of course, the hitting Mahomes out of bounds helped get the Chiefs even closer and push on in for a field goal by Harrison Butker. 45-yard field goal. He nailed it. Chiefs had the lead. All they had to do was kick off and tackle the Bengals, and the game would be over.
Caught over there, now slipping, and the Chiefs will tackle him! This game is over! This game is over! You can doubt the Chiefs! You can dislike the Chiefs! You can disrespect the Chiefs! You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs as the AFC champions! And for the third time in four years, the Lamar Hunt Trophy, the trophy named after this franchise's founder, is back in Kansas City where it belongs! What a gutsy victory. Grab a bucket of guts. The Chiefs are going to end the season where they began the season in Glendale, Arizona, and Super Bowl 57. How about that? It'll be the Chiefs and the Eagles playing each other 13 days from now. After the game, comments from Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. But listen, he was, it was pure grit. He and Kels. Um, but for Pat to do what he did and then to have that run at the end, uh, I can't say enough. He... He is the MVP in my eyes. Yeah, talking there about quarterback Patrick Mahomes, even with the bad ankle. 326 passing yards, two touchdown passes, that huge run at the end of the game to get the Chiefs into field goal range. How about that? And uh, here is Patrick Mahomes. Did did the job on that bad ankle. I didn't expect to be able to run very much um, just from the way it felt, but uh, the training staff, Julie, did a great job of uh, getting me enough range of, uh, and mobility that I was able to protect myself. And at the end of the game there, I had to run to, to get the first down, and we were, it got us into field goal range. So uh, uh, credit to them, and then uh, just trying to stay on it, and uh, we have two more weeks, so we got to keep doing it. Yeah, like we said, two weeks from now, 13 days out, the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles will match up for the Super Bowl. That'll be on Sunday, February 12th in Phoenix. The Philadelphia Eagles, man, they just destroyed the San Francisco 49ers yesterday in the NFC title game, 31-7. to The Eagles just flattened both of their opponents in the playoffs. 49ers though, really didn't have a quarterback option towards the end there. The Eagles got the big win. Chiefs-Eagles. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a a one-and-a-half-point underdog going into the Super Bowl 13 days from now. We'll see how that all transpires. We had college men's basketball action yesterday morning. The Wichita State Shockers were on the road at East Carolina. I'll tell you what, the Shockers got their wake-up call, man. They were ready to go yesterday, and they just steamrolled the Pirates. It was all Shockers. Mike Kennedy with the call on 103.7 KEYN. 7.52 7.52 to go in the second half. Porter starts left off a screen by Poor Bear, launches a three and hits. First three-point basket for Craig Porter. He has 20 now, and Wichita State back to a 24-point lead. Yeah, that's pretty much what was going on. The Shockers ended up with a 27-point lead. They ended up winning it by 13, but East Carolina got some junk points there at the end. But the Shockers, for a lot of that game, had a lead of 20 or more. Shockers win at 85-72. You heard Mike talk about Craig Porter there. 20 points and 8 rebounds. Shockers avenge a double-digit loss to the Pirates in Coke Arena back on New Year's Eve. Boy, the Shockers just ran over the Pirates yesterday on the road. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Playing good, sound basketball, getting it inside. I thought we defended well. We did a good job on Johnson. Um, that butt screen play that they ran that, you know, Tennessee – Coach Bourne's run that a lot. We didn't allow him to get that um, three off. We tried to make sure we go that ball screen. And I thought guys played tremendous. I thought um, James Rojas was good, you know, 19 points, eight rebounds. Um, Craig Porter, 20 points, eight rebounds. We got a lot from our two veteran guys. Shockers get the win on the road. Hey, the Shockers have a winning record at home. They have a winning record on the road. They're tied for sixth place in the American Conference.
And I got a good old good old Kansas athlete birthday today. Nolan Cromwell oh boy. is 68 today. Great all-round athlete. Born in Smith Center. Yeah. Went to Logan High School, and then he went to Ransom High School. Then he went to KU. His first two years at KU, he played safety. He was in de- on defense. His last two years at KU, quarterback. Played offense and defense <laughs> in his career there. He's in the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame. He was a, in the National Football League. He was drafted and played his entire career with the Los Angeles Rams as a safety. Four consecutive Pro Bowls in the early 1980s. He was named to the 1980s All-Decade Team in the National Football League. Wow. Pretty good for a guy that went to Ransom, Ransom High, School. High School. Nolan Cromwell, the former Kansas Jayhawk. He is 68 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Republicans need to be... United on the debt ceiling, says Sean. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Backintosh, Ted Woodward, 8.30 here on this Monday morning. The reaction continues following the death of Tyree Nichols earlier this month in Memphis, following his beating by several police officers. Sunday, the Tennessee chapter of the NAACP called for policing reforms after the release of the video by the Memphis Police Department showing Nichols' beating. Memphis chapter president Ben Turner Jr. He called out for his mother three times while he was losing his life. He was only yards away from his home. Tennessee State Chapter President Gloria Sweetlove praised Memphis Police Chief Sarah Lynn Davis for not waiting to fire the officers involved. And Sweetlove says the burden is now on Congress to make sure events like this cease. The blood of black America is on your hands, so stand up and do something. The George Floyd Justice and Policing Act introduced in 2021 failed to pass. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. Two people were critically injured in a shooting. This was at an East Wichita nightclub on Saturday night. The call came in around 10.45 p.m. from the Onyx nightclub on East Kellogg. Wichita police say two large groups of individuals began fighting with one another when an unknown man, armed with a handgun, fired shots into the crowd, striking two people. A 34-year-old and a 36-year-old are in the hospital with serious injuries. Officers were already at the club as there were 900 people there attending a scheduled music event. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Two men and a dog were rescued on Cheney Lake early Saturday morning after their boat capsized. Reno County officials say the two men were clinging to the side of the boat in icy water. One of the men was able to call 911. A water rescue team from the Hutchinson Fire Department helped Reno County fire in the rescue. The two men and the dog were brought back to shore. They were treated and released on the scene. A Kansas man charged in connection to the murder of his mother. The KBI says the Canton Police Department received a 911 call about an unresponsive woman on January 23rd. They found 52-year-old Brianna Lance dead in the backyard of her home. The KBI says the investigation led them to arrest 18-year-old Hayden Lance, the woman's son. He was charged in McPherson County District Court Friday with second-degree murder. His next court date was scheduled for February 3rd. Bond was set at $500,000. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. 
An NBC poll indicates most Americans don't consider gun violence a top priority. Fox's Jackie Ibanez has more. Despite the ongoing epidemic of mass murders across our country, a new survey suggests Washington is unlikely to take action on gun control anytime soon. The numbers are staggering. So far this year, there have been 44 shooting massacres nationwide, resulting in 79 deaths. But an NBC News poll reveals gun violence scores are very low on a list of issues Americans consider important. Topping that list, threats to our democracy, jobs and the economy come in second. Only 3% of those polled think guns should be a priority for Congress. Democrats are calling for federal gun laws after recent mass shootings in California. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A cold high-pressure system is parked over northern Nebraska, but that will slide a little further south into Kansas tomorrow, and that will keep the chilly air mass in place for us. Some flurries at times today, breezy with a high close to 20. That means our wind chill runs anywhere from 0 to 5 below. Cloudy and 11 degrees for the low tonight. Tomorrow's high, 29. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now cloudy, 13 degrees, and the wind chill is 2 below. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. 8.36 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's that time of the day. Time for the blur with Ted Woodward, Ted. Yeah, and we have a few obituaries to pass along starting out. Hollywood losing an actress at an early age. Annie Wershing has passed away at the age of 45. According to her publicist, she died Sunday morning in Los Angeles after a battle with cancer. The type not disclosed, but it was diagnosed in 2020. Wershing is best known for playing FBI agent Renee Walker in the action series 24. She also provided the voice for Tess in the video game The Last of Us. Her first credit was in Star Trek Enterprise. Wershing appeared in dozens of television shows in her two-decade career. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News. Remember the Adams family, the little girl, Wednesday? Wednesday Adams. Yeah, she left us. Oh, wow. Wow. was Lisa, taken off life yeah. support Saturday after suffering a massive stroke four days ago. That, according to her daughters, Loring's family made the decision to remove the life support, and she passed that overnight. Her friend Lori Jacobson reported her death on Facebook Sunday. Loring was just six years old when she played Wednesday Adams from 1964 through 1966. She also appeared in the Phyllis Diller sitcom The Pruitts of Southampton, as well as making appearances on Fantasy Island, The Girl from Uncle, and Barnaby Jones, as well as appearing on the CBS soap opera As the World Turns from 1980 through 1983. Lisa Loring was 64. Ted Lindner, Fox News. Little Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Influential punk rock musician Tom Verlaine has passed. Punk rocker Tom Verlaine, co-founder of the band Television, has died. He was 73 years old. The guitarist and vocalist passed away in New York City on Saturday, surrounded by friends after a brief illness, according to reports. Despite television not necessarily finding commercial success, Verlaine is remembered as being a pioneer in the punk rock genre during the 70s, playing at such venues as the legendary CBGB in New York City. The band's 1977 debut album, Marquee Moon, is considered to have been quite influential to the music scene. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. 
I'm Ashley Dvorkin with a Fox Celebrity Profile with Brian Cranston. The Emmy winner immerses into another intense role with Showtime's Your Honor, which is now back for season two. I look for characters that have a journey to, to take, ones that have ambition of some sort, even if it's slight. In, in this case, in this season of Your Honor, the man doesn't want to live. He has no reason to live everything that he ever loved and fought for is gone. New co-stars joining in the drama this time include Rosie Perez. Welcoming new characters to this world. Is there something that you'd like to tell them when they first come onto the set? I always love to welcome anyone who comes onto a set that I'm, you know, the number one on the call sheet or number two. It is not only the right thing to do as a human being to welcome someone into your home, but it's also realizing that it, the more comfortable that someone is, the better they perform. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. Here we are on the 30th of January. It's January 30th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Croissant Day, and for your knowledge, croissants are not the same as crescent rolls. The perfect croissant is the correct blend of butter folded into thin layers of pastry dough, which allow for the light, flaky, and soft inside with the laminated outside. Also on this date, in 1825, the U.S. Library of Congress is reestablished after it was burned to the ground during the War of 1812. All 3,000 volumes were lost. Thomas Jefferson replenished the library, selling 6,500 books, the bulk of his personal collection, to the government. And in 1993... The Dallas Cowboys became the first team in NFL history to start a season 0-2 and still win the Super Bowl, defeating the Buffalo Bills 30-13 in Super Bowl 28. If it's your birthday today, you share it with Phil Collins of the rock group Genesis, born in 1951, and actor Christian Bale, born in 1974. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. I like uh, knowing that Thomas Jefferson didn't donate his books. He <laughs> sold them yeah. to the U.S. government. Well, <laughs> Good for TJ. <laughs> all right, made a little money there. Have a little retirement yeah, fund. There, all right. Yeah, all uh, right. Hey, well, of course, we got through the weekend, so let's see how everything turned out at the box office. Fox on film. I'm Ann Carrick. For a seventh straight week, Avatar The Way of Water takes the number one spot in domestic theater sales, adding almost $16 million based on studio estimates. The Way of Water connects all things. The only films to challenge the sequel's success are the first Avatar movie and Titanic, all three directed by James Cameron. The latest Avatar film is estimated already to have grossed more than $2.1 billion globally, surpassing Star Wars' The Force Awakens. We are gathered here today to say goodbye to Puss in Boots. The animated Puss in Boots' The Last Wish holds the number two spot, adding almost $11 million in sales, while A Man Called Otto, starring Tom Hanks, comes in third, adding almost $7 million. Fourth place goes to Megan, about a lifelike doll, and the Hindu-language film Patan breaks into the top five. Oscar nominations also saw a re-release of some films, including Everything, Everywhere, All at Once and The Fablemans. Ann Carrick, Fox News. All right, some odds and ends. Uh, 20 years ago on this night on TV, it was the final ever Columbo special. Oh. Of course, Peter Falk played Columbo. Columbo yeah. It was a regular TV series for <clears throat> many years. And then kind of, they would do a deal where they do like a two-hour movie. Special. Yeah, yeah, specials every so often. And the last Columbo special aired 20 years ago on this night. It was 50 years ago on this day. A band got together and put on some makeup and did their first show ever in New York. A band called Kiss. Mm. 
And who knew that 50 years later they'd still be doing that shtick? Same thing, yeah. <laughs> still doing it. Kiss's first show was 50 years ago on this day. It was 10 years ago on this day that singer Patty Andrews passed away at the age of 94. She was the youngest of the Andrews sisters. And how big were they? In swing and boogie-woogie back in the day. Big, they were huge during World War II. Oh, yeah. 1941 hit, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yeah. The Jump Blues. They'd had a lot of huge hits. Beer Barrel Polka. Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree with Anyone Else But Me. Rum and Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah, that was a big hit in 1945 that kind of introduced American audiences to Calypso. The youngest of the Andrews sisters, Patty Andrews. She died 10 years ago today at the age of 94. It was 90 years ago on this day that... The great pianist, composer, conductor, Sergei Rachmaninoff performed right here in Wichita, no. Kansas. Are you kidding me? What, when was the date on that? 90 years ago today. It was 1933. Wow. I, To be honest, I cannot find out where that performance was. He came here seven years later and was at the Forum, so maybe I would just assume that that first concert was also at the Forum. Yeah. But I've not been able to 100% verify that. But he did do a concert here. 90 years ago on this day. Of course, he fled Russia because of all the political trouble there. He moved to America and basically kind of spent the last 20 years of his career touring. I mean, he went everywhere, and he made a couple of stops in Wichita. The first of those stops was 90 years ago on this day. Rachmaninoff performed right here in Wichita. And a big happy birthday today to actor Gene Hackman. He is 93 years old today. Six-decade career, two Oscars, four Golden Globes. Also, uh, yeah, he got Best Actor in The French Connection, Best Supporting Actor in Unforgiven. Tons of great movies, including, as we mentioned earlier in the show, the head coach, the head basketball coach in the movie Hoosiers. Forget about the crowds, the size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals. That we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay? And even though that's a movie, after he says that, I'm ready to run through the wall. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah! Open the door, coach. Oh, man. Gene Hackman, the great Gene Hackman, two-time Oscar winner. It's his birthday. He is 93 today. And that's Entertainment News in the Blur with Stephen Ted. All right, coming up here with Stephen Ted this morning, we've got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update on the way. Plans moving forward to revitalize Wichita's North End. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Three big things. Three. Kansas City will play Philadelphia in the Super Bowl after the Chiefs' 23-20 victory over Cincinnati. Two. A woman faces charges after a weekend shooting in Wichita's Old Town. One. President Biden and Speaker of the House McCarthy will talk about the debt limit. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on the Monday morning commute. We've kind of been focusing on the west side of town this morning. Looks like we got some of those issues cleared up. Right now we are seeing some pretty slow-moving traffic. Westbound lanes of Kellogg at Greenwich. 
Also, uh, staying kind of on that side of town, slow-moving traffic both north and southbound on Greenwich near Harry, a little bit to the south there. Otherwise, everything looks pretty good. Traffic update on KNSS brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. It's located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online at carlstire.com. It's your home for complete car care. Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now cloudy and 13 degrees. North wind at 14 miles per hour, giving us a wind chill of two below. (laughs) Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared, whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold. Mm -hmm. When Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the clock tower in Delano. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Shares have retreated in Europe after a mixed day in Asia. The tension was turning to Wednesday's decision by the Federal Reserve on interest rates. A report Friday showed that U.S. inflation is continuing to cool, raising hopes for a smaller increase that's less painful than last year's aggressive hikes. The S&P 500 rose 10 points Friday. The Nasdaq Composite climbed to 109. The Dow ended up 29 points. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal, Wichita-based Envision, entering a partnership with an international vision research organization. It says that'll enhance research to further reduce barriers for people who are blind or have low vision. Bravo Victor is based in London and Washington, D.C., and it works to prevent and reduce visual impairment and related conditions in veterans and other people. Envision is one of the largest employers nationally of people with vision loss, and Envision says the partnership will allow it to expand its research up to a global scale. Efforts to revitalize areas within Wichita's North End neighborhood are moving forward. A community-driven initiative examining how to turn the predominantly Hispanic neighborhood into a vibrant cultural district has identified visions to further activate three sites, Nomar Plaza, Woodland Park, and the 21st and Market Intersection. Called Vamos Nomar, the initiative was spearheaded by four local nonprofits, Empower, the Wichita Foundation, the Kansas Health Foundation, and the United Way of the Plains, with the goal of uncovering a new neighborhood catalyst plan for the North End, including the well-known Nomar District along East 21st Street, roughly from the Little Arkansas River to Broadway Avenue. The plans, outlined in a report published Thursday, include ideas for new shade trees, shared bike lanes, mobile pop-ups to fill vacant storefronts, a splash pad, and an outdoor stage and amphitheater. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. 8.53 this morning. And, uh, well, an interesting weekend. We didn't do much. It was so doggone cold. Nobody could, we couldn't go anywhere. Didn't want to. But at least we had the Chiefs playing and winning. And that was uh, outstanding. That made yeah. a great, week, great weekend for everybody here in the Chiefs kingdom. Chiefs going to the Super Bowl for the third time in the last four years. Yeah. How about that? How about that? They, uh, if so, we'll be then. What date is it again? It's down in. It's going to be in Arizona, we'll right? Be in Phoenix. Thirteen days from now. Thirteen. So we got just now. about two weeks to, to build up the excitement. Build up the excitement, and there'll be plenty to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Today is uh, National Bubble Wrap Day. Aha! Uh-huh. Recognizing a fascinating piece, fascinating piece of in- invention. Today, bubble wrap's primary purpose is to protect fragile items, either in the shipping or storage. Of course, people also take enjoyment from popping the bubbles in bubble yeah. wrap as well. Get a hold of that, and you can't let go. It's also pop a few. National Croissant Day. Mm. Uh, flaky pastry enjoyed at every meal. Croissants are buttery, crescent-shaped rolls. That are crispy on the outside and soft on the inside. Well, I love them. I think they're great. Uh, pretty tasty. Credit for the croissant. We know 
today is given to an Austrian military officer, oh. August Zang. When it comes to pastries, you can't beat the Austrians. Oh, the Austrians, oh, yeah. Oh, man. In 1839, he opened a Viennese bakery in Paris. Nice. Introducing France to Viennese baking techniques. That was tasty. Mm. Croissant day. Yeah. And today is Ted's anniversary. It's, uh, oh, yeah. Ted started in, in radio at KNSS. On this date in what year was 28 it? 28 years ago on this day, I began my first day on the job here at KNSS. 28 years 28 ago. 28 years with the company. Ah, before that, you had been in the in the print business, Yeah, right? I worked in uh, newspapers at the Eagle for five years and then made the move to radio. All right. Well, it's been a good run for you, as far as I can tell. Let's keep, <laughs> let's keep it going, shall we? I agree with All that. All right. We got, the, we got the Glenn Beck program coming up here in just a few minutes on KNSS. And our top-of-the-hour news this morning We'll be looking at that meeting later on this week to go over the debt limit meeting between uh, President Biden and uh, House Speaker McCarthy. That's uh, coming up. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, and news updates all day. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Today's high, a frosty 20 degrees right now, 13. Time to say goodbye to 2022 and hello to a brand new 2023 Kia from Midwest Kia. While most resolutions you hear will be about change, Midwest.